Hey, behind the bunker, you know, it's Tom here, you guys is legend. Anyways, we're at big game here, we're kicking ass, taking names, you guys still suck. That's the company you want for custom gear, common rabble in the house, let's go boys. Hello guys and welcome to Behind the Bunker, episode 408 here at beautiful Wellington Street Studios. My name is Todd Ansich. This for you that have never joined us before is our live weekly paintball show slash podcast. Everything you're watching right now goes on uh, or up as our podcast. Um, we even do an extra. So at the end of this show, when we leave you guys on Facebook, we stay live for fa our, uh, for our podcasters uh, to listen to what we are talking about past that point. If you guys are just checking in or finding us, hit that like and share button so that people know that we are live right now. And uh, we're going to try and watch your comments in the live feed as well. So if you have anything to say, get up there. And we're going to be talking tonight. One of our topics are what is the best gun that you've ever had? And uh, so get ready to post that up and we may read your point on the air. But with me, it's not just the Todd show. It is also the Josh Zubis of Bricka show. Oh, <laughs> I thought I was just here to be a bread model. <laughs> yes, you are. Whatever. And yeah, I'm here. With okay. his with his beard nicely. What is it? What do we what do we call that? Steamed. Steamed. No. Nope. Like his hams. Hard no. <laughs> his steamed hams. Hard no. And uh, Joe Kimson from Flag Raiders Paintball. Greetings, hi, and now uh, thanks for tuning in to Beautiful Behind the Bunker. I'm just in the process of a like and a share to the Flag Raider page. Then I'll uh, share it to my own. But thanks for tuning in tonight and watching us live. And what about Gavin Sharma? What about Gavin Sharma? Gavin Sharma's here as well, folks. And going to echo my Yay. friend Joseph P's uh, sentiment saying, make sure you hit like and share because we have an amazing show this evening. And we would only be doing it for ourselves if you didn't like and share and spread the word. So make sure you do that uh, so we can all uh, be giddy and our nipples are hard. And it's not just Terratech Industries that Gavin's a part of. He also does something else. So we'll find out about that in a little bit longer. What do I do? <laughs> You'll find out soon all enough. Right. Uh, although you should already know, but I guess it... Well, whatever. We'll find out a little bit later on in the show. So, again, lots to get to on the show tonight, guys. This is the most downloaded paintball podcast in the history of paintball podcasts. Why? I, I have no idea. But thank you for joining us. Mm. Um, Because mm. all of us and our moms downloaded it. <laughs> yes. yes, my mom hasn't been on the air for a while, so our, we're, we're, down a, we're down a view. Um. So last week we talked about um, something spectacular from Ruthless Paintball, and uh, I have to tell you. So I was I was down in the studio here, and uh, I had these images from Ruthless loaded up on the side of my screen while I was returning an email. My five-year-old daughter comes down and looks and sees the pictures and went, "Hey, Dad, you've got behind the bunker merch." Merch. And use merch. the word merch. <laughs> merch. How can you tell that she's on her iPad watching YouTube a lot? Yes. But anyway, speaking of merch, here you go. This is the Behind the Bunker t-shirt. Uh, available now if you guys go on to RuthlessPaintballProducts.com uh, and Pretty you guys cool. can put in BTB15 and get 15% off of that. That's pretty awesome. And if you don't want a t-shirt because you live somewhere where you require a hoodie, what about this? Those are nice. A zip-up hoodie. Um, do they come in coyote brown? They do. And I ask for the ultra quiet zip. So if you are someone who likes to do things late at night. Tactical zip. Tactical, yeah. tactical, tactical zip. zip. It also has tactical Velcro on it. Are you going to show us a picture or just <laughs> spin the green around? That's all night? I got. I didn't load the coyote. Oh. Um, coyote. Now, someone had sent this to Ruthless, and uh, they sent me a screen grab of it. Uh, they said, uh, on uh, on the Behind the Bunker hoodie, is it available in a pullover? And uh, John had said, not at this time unless Todd wants them to do them. So what we're going to do is Look we're going to see how well that's the power of, I don't know. Social media. Yeah. So what's going to happen, guys, is if uh, we sell enough of these bad boys and some T-shirts, we may do phase two. Which will include jeggings, maybe jeggings, jeggings, maybe jeggings, jeggings. jeggings. What about socks? Could we get socks? Wool socks? Can they weave us wool socks? You know who's got great socks is Exalt. Darn tough. They've got oh. the uh, Exalt. Um, what are they? The pressure socks? Compression. 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 Thank you. I, so think I kid you not. We had a merch company come into our <laughs> office to do the branding stuff for this year, and no word of a lie, he actually brought in eight designs of socks. Socks yeah. are the next big. Merch thing. Well, in it's That's the twice you said merch. merch. I love it. It's the hottest merch in the merch, <laughs> merch. because uh, it, it's the merch. trendy it thing to merch. have those funky merch. socks with the short pants. Right, all the hipsters are wearing their pants short apparently. 
So yeah, did you did you order any uh, company socks? Any merch? We <laughs> we could not convince the higher ups whose hmm. signature is required for the checks. That's too bad. Yeah. What about socks with the little balls on the back? That's the little tassels? No, they were like little pom poms. They yeah, were like they're, they're male socks. How do you know they were male socks? Can you tell with little balls? <laughs> Did you just assume a sock's gender? <laughs> yes. Yes. They. Those are they socks. Yeah. I think I know the gender of this. Have you guys seen uh, oh, what George was posted Hay. on uh, Air Ups today? Hang on a second. George Hay, BTB Crocs. Oh, hey. hey. That's a good idea. <laughs> we got to make sure if we get them done, though, we got to make sure they have the racing strap on the back for running. Nice. Speaking of strapped on, going back to my segue here, the uh, air ups. Segway away. It's your show. Tank. What do you guys think? Uh, she's a fine tank, English, but she's no APC. <laughs> there you <laughs> well go. Done, you Joshua. heard it first. Yeah, pretty neat. I'd like to see how he does a chopper. I like see. a helicopter. We'll see. Um, the real bag of chips and it's been confirmed he is in fact the real bag of chips on instagram says you guys are still funny even days after the live show who knew guess he couldn't watch us live last week so he caught us in rewind uh all these videos stay live on our facebook uh page so you guys can go back and watch uh watch them or you can go and download them from itunes or podomatic or anywhere where you guys get your your better podcast from and uh last week guys we were wearing on the show we all had matching t-shirts that looked fantastic they came to us by from field to podium customs i don't know if one of you guys get an opportunity to tag field to podium and go over there and give them a like if you want some behind the bunker t-shirts maybe they can make you guys your own custom t-shirts as well i can't tag anyone in the chat maybe we blocked you it's probably for the better And uh, this sad image, this happened today. This, remember, uh, we have a regular watcher of the show named James Beatler. Yes. Uh This is his car. They had to take him and uh, basically cut him out of his car. Now, uh, damn it, I didn't print it, but I'm going to show you something here. This is the hat that he was wearing. He said, thank God for the BTB hat, because if it wasn't for that, he would have been cut. He was wearing that at the time of the accident, and it prevented him from having some cuts. Nice. That's that thick-welded seams patch. (laughs) Yeah. Now, more importantly, James, did they let you ride the fire truck after? Ah, that would have been a good idea. He's in the chat, so we need to know. But look at that. That's where his head would have been. What happened? Like, what was it? Uh, see, yeah, that, it was a car accident. Yeah, <laughs> actually, it was a truck accident. That truck in the background, I believe, uh, he and him had disputes about it, and uh, it ran into him. So there you go. So hopefully Jeez. James is feeling better, and more importantly, I hope that hat survived. That's quite the story. What hat? Yeah, his behind the bunker hat. Oh, looks uh, like a, I, that see looks a, like I see a floating patch. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> see what oh, you did I there. Right. Hey, uh, Joe, what's going on here? Paint oh, fest. Paint fest. That's um, that is sort of our Paint unofficial season. opening of the of the season, and we do free entry and free rentals, and we encourage all the equipment owners and anybody that's played paintball before to bring a new person out to play paintball, and we'll have um, several manufacturers. We'll be demoing uh, their various fleets of markers. I know Tipman will be there with um, TMCs. Um, Empire will have guns there. Die will be there. I'm not sure who else. And then we also have the Play It Forward program that Lorenzo puts on every year. He he bundles up with the help of Badlands, Flag Raiders, and himself. He, he bundles up a, a, um, usually a Tipman Cronus, a tank, a mask. And um, we do a membership as well, and we pay it forward to some some very beginner, whether it's a beginner adult or a beginner kid. We try to pay it forward to get someone else in the sport. So it's an op- excellent opportunity for people to try playing paintball. And we do it at Flaggers, free entry, free rentals, and discounted paint. Very good. And also happening that same day, we have Soul Reaper Sundays, which Ooh. is a mag-fed paintball match. So if you guys are mag-feddy and would like to go try it out, head on over. And Soul that's, Reaper uh, Three weeks from now, right? It is Sunday, Sunday, yep. April twenty eighth. Ryder puts on four or five Soul Reaper Sundays throughout the season. He does little mini missions throughout the days and rotates around the field. It's pretty awesome. Correct. He's got neat props and everything. Fantastic scenario. So it's a great day of recreational magfed paintball with a scenario twist. So Ryder and Soul Reaper Sundays are a fantastic way of uh, getting some pew pew in 
uh, and some mini missions in. So it's a great day, and uh, it's well received. So make sure you come out and check one of those out this season. Very good. And if we yeah, if we did not invite you to Paint Fest, and you know why, maybe instead you guys can head over to Fort Knox on April twenty seventh and twenty eighth for their America's World War, or American World War. That's just one of their four Behind the Bunker sponsored games. So make sure you cool. check it out. Fort Knox. Fort Knox. Fort Knox. They are a oh, bucket sorry. list Is field. Is Paint Fest a patch event? Is uh, um, George Haig just put in the chat. Is it a brigade I, patch event? Is it a I assume you was talking well, about Paint Fest. Well, Paint Fest is a low-cost, low-budget game. So Joe will be making patches out of crayon yeah, so just they, to keep they, the cost low. Because the, the goal like is to get year. people to come and play super cheap. But All right. Some good uh, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. That's, that's perfect. I love I like how they're just dead air. <laughs> no, that was good. Yeah. Um, sure. George might have patches for it. He's, I, I think George, George, he, George hey. hey. He might be coming up again. Hope so. And then. Uh, Hazel? Hazel. 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 Super Game East. Super Game. We Super talked about game. it last week, and I want to remind you guys that uh, Brandon Page and Wolf will be taking on uh, Bricktop. And company there as well. So make sure you guys head on over to Super Game East. Super game, Super Game. That's just Super in the middle of game. cottage time. It almost be or uh, summertime. It almost be nice to head over to that game. When is it? Coming up August sixteenth to eighteenth. Okay. Yeah. So as I said last week, guys, Planet Eclipse. They've got your back. We like to see Planet Eclipse at lots of events across the world. Uh, this week we have uh, coming up April thirteenth and fourteenth. Battle for Money. Casino, and that's happening in uh, Paintball to Go in Illinois. No, I'm butchering that. I apologize. Where did I uh, do? do, 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 do. Uh, it's in Roadhouse, Illinois. Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Swayze is going to be Patrick there. Swayze going to be there. Roadhouse. What about um, Sam Elliott? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a good roadhouse. He's also, what's, he, what's that cowboy show he's in? Well, he was in. Um, the Big Lebowski, and we were soldiers. Yes, Vietnam. Yep. Who was he in like Big Lebowski? He was just sort of like the narrator guy at the end. Oh, okay. Yeah. So not only come on back for a segment. Not only do they have your back this uh, on April thirteenth and fourteenth there, but they're also going to have your back same weekend at Dreaded Legends at C at the CPX event. And uh, you know what? Let's keep going to this. They're also that weekend going to be at the SPL. At Sunshine State Open. Look at that. That's wow. three events in a row. Four events in a row. They'll be at OPL, won't And they? Uh, because they're running short on manpower, if they're co covering four at a time, they're also now sending Gavin Sharma. That's right. Gavin Sharma's go. got your back anytime, anywhere. anywhere. That's right. Yeah, that if you'd like awesome. your markers butchered and never working again, bring them to me. <laughs> if you see Gavin at any event... <laughs> He will just walk up or tap on his shoulder and said, "Mr. Gavin, I only repair <laughs> I only repair uh, markers when I have a mustache." <laughs> That's awesome. So there you go, Gavin Sharma's got your back. If you have a Planet Eclipse marker and you're not able to make those four events that they're at right now, go over and see Gavin Sharma. He'll fix it for Anytime, you. Anytime, anywhere. And if he doesn't know how to fix it, he'll fake it. That's so, right. Very cool. Fake it till you make it. And that's what I got in the news. Um, two Why other you things me like that, by the way. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> he can't just be from Terratech. Um, John Jones sent me an email, and I don't have the, the page loaded. But, guys, if you head over to Planet Eclipse while we're talking about them, they've got a great blog page, uh, great articles. And they were talking about, uh, he says, hey, guys, I don't know if you guys are aware of these, but Planet Eclipse are doing a series of blogs about their, their history. Uh, obviously, I'm a bit biased regarding the latest one which is a history of the Planet Eclipse team, the Sandbaggers. Um, I'm even more biased than usual, as that's me throwing a solid one-hander on the cover picture. Uh, very good. He tagged me in the link, and I, I read that. It's a, it's a neat article. Go over and check it out. So um, while we're talking about the history of paintball as well, it's a good segue to our friend John from paintball.media. He released a new trailer this week. Did you guys catch it? No, but maybe you could play it right now, Todd. <laughs> Is that where you're going? <laughs> it was, but <laughs> holy cow. I mean, our audience may not be the smartest blokes, but uh, <laughs> I think they can I mean, see yeah. right through that. Yeah, Todd. But listen to this trailer. Watch this trailer, and uh, we'll come back and uh, tell you a bit Are more about it. Are we going to be able it. to hear it? I think
My name is John Amadea, and I've been in the game of paintball since 1985. I'm a paintball historian. I don't collect paintball guns, goggles, and gear. I collect facts, data, statistics, information, and real paintball history. I've written more published articles about paintball than anyone in the world. I've been the editor and driving force behind more than 400 paintball magazines. I've shot more paintballs than anyone on earth when I was with Paintball Consumer Reports International Magazine. I've interviewed more paintball players in industry than anyone ever. I've owned a paintball field, a paintball store, I've played on the pro circuit, I've general scenario games, I was at the first ever ASDN paintball meeting, I've been to and played in events all over North America, Europe, Australia, and Asia. I've shot oil-based paint and I still have a scar from the cocking bolt on my nail spot. I ref the PMI North American Championships in the 1980s and I still go to events today. I can tell you who won the first ever paintball tournament, what the name, date, and location of the first ever scenario game was, and I can tell you what the first real paintball magazine was. I use the term real a lot because much of what you've probably read about the history of paintball is not accurate. I'm directing this film because I'm the only person that has the resources, facts, and team around me to do it. In my possession, I have more than a million paintball photos dating back to 1983. I have dozens of hours of paintball video footage from the 80s and 90s. I have meticulous records from the early tournaments and scenario games. I have court documents, official government records, letters, and communications. I own almost every printed paintball magazine that's ever been published, and I have access to the few that I don't have. I have an unpublished book from one of the founding fathers of the game. I spend four days with another of the founders of the game, and I have thousands of pages of interviews and notes covering 34 years. And most importantly, I've developed relationships and friendships with hundreds of key figures in the history of the game. We're using every one of our resources, calling in every favor, digging through every photo folder, and leaving no stone unturned to bring you the one real, accurate, comprehensive historic document on the game's history. Spoiler alert, this film is going to be amazing. Hashtag real history. So pretty cool. I'm super stoked to see this. Indeed. And, uh... Next week, live on the show, John himself is going to be Shut calling the in. Front door. Oh, nice. That's so right. we're going to have a little bit of chat about old school. Maybe we'll even have uh, maybe a from the vault oh, next maybe, week yeah, to to, re a vault. Yeah. to revive that weekend. And uh, finally, we can ask him the question that uh, we wanted to ask a couple weeks ago: What was the longest or oldest paintball team? He'll know the answer to that. Right. So if you guys have any uh, questions in reference to paintball history itself. Let us know, and we'll ask John while we have him on the show. Because, well, be cool. as he just said for the last couple of minutes, he's he's the man. He knows he knows it all. Or if he doesn't, he can certainly look through his archives and find that information. So, I'm curious to see. I think this is going to be pretty stoked or pretty pretty awesome. And I think uh, having him on will be uh, will be a good thing as well. It, is, it should be good. When's his movie come out? Do you know? I guess we can ask. We can ask him. next week. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned in next week to Stay find tuned. out. Everyone just sit here all. All week. Yeah. Um, yeah we can do that. Hopefully it doesn't come out for a couple years because then somehow we can shoehorn behind the bunker in as being like the longest running show and somehow we make the video. So there we go. Some self-gratuitous the stuff there. Part of someone, someone just, Henry Lumley said, how did Joe say begin that many times without going into, in the beginning you fall out of the tree, <laughs> you stumble down a rocky cliff, you wade chest deep through a mosquito infested bog, then you realize you're surrounded, it's party time. You own a Tipman now combined Empire JT Tipman and V-Force to get the world's largest distributor of everything paintball, GI Sports. But when you're playing paintball and you need some cover, Enola Gay is the world's leading manufacturer of smoke grenades, thunder flash, airsoft, and paintball grenades for use in theater, film, photography, and of course, paintball. Ask for Enola Gay at your next event. Planet Eclipse, guys, creators of incredible paintball tournament markers, soft good, and gear. They've got the winningest tournament paintball markers in the history of paintball markers. And now they have the best paintball technician, Gavin Sharma, on staff. Uh, to help you anytime, anywhere. It's a fact, Gavin, actually, last year won the battery changing award at the Flag Raiders Tech S Time Trials. Sadly, the most the, the the most amount of Planet Eclipse guns I've ever teched was because I just told them to replace the battery and I never heard from them again. And we turned it off and put it on again. <laughs> <laughs> Except my tech knowledge. <laughs>
And Airouts are proudly made in the U.S. of A. They're thick welded seams, stainless steel hardware, multiple color options available, and layouts are How available. Many? I'm sorry? How many? Many. Multiple? Many. Multiple. Nice. It, uh, I believe the, the word that Brent uses is plethora. There is a plethora of color options available. He used multiplicity too, didn't he? Perhaps. Perhaps. Why are you interrupting my read? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, so check out AirUps.com for all of your AirUps needs. Uh, Ruthless Paintball Products caters to both professional players and weekend warriors. By designing new playing apparel at an unbelievably low cost, they have set a new level of manufacturing standard for the sport. They are 100% made by players for players aiming to perfect today's paintball playing apparel. And now for a limited time only, you can head over there and use our promo code BTB15 for 15% off all their products. And more than just swabs and pads, Exalt is a way of life. Available at discerning retailers, field shops, and shows. Tournament ready, battle proof, and again, Exalt is a way of life. Check them out. And in the beginning, flagotters.com for all your online paintball <laughs> gear needs from markers, loaders, goggles, and everything in between. Get it from flagotters.com. Bush, the creators of some of the most well-thought-out products in the industry, from goggles to gear haulers, you need to get their gear in your hands to see the quality and see the true genius behind their products. Ask for them at your local shop or store. Born from your ideas, born to get you to the studio. Before we made the difference, they made the decision to listen. From aggressive tread to speed lacing, all tie boots provide a flexible design using abrasion and scuff-resistant and waterproof materials, which is handy on the way to the studio today. The technology, exceptional appearance, and rugged testimonials of these superior boots are vast. Take a look and see for yourself. I'll tie the official footwear of the Reaper. What constitutes speed lacing? Like, could that be an uh, Olympic faster. event? They're, they're fast. Was it fast? Okay. Yeah. No, it's the loops on the top two. Ah, uh, okay. The hooks? I understand. I thought it was the holes that make it go faster. <laughs> the hoops speed and holes. No, those I are think speed it's just holes. the lace. <laughs> speed holes. No, the lace itself. DLX Technology, guys, is the manufacturer of the Lux paintball marker, as well as others... Uh, other offerings such as the SP Shocker, the Gog Enemy, the Freak Barrel Kits, and lots more, guys. A longtime manufacturer of paintball gear, and they have the product that you guys can trust. Make sure you check it out at your local retail store. And we'll be having the new Lux X in the studio, what? hopefully within the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that. Uh, Gavin, do you know what time it is? Time to bust a rhyme? Ah, uh, we could. Time to suck a line? It's tricky to rock a rhyme to rock a <laughs> Oh my goodness, my time to earn my paycheck where I get to rip open my sack and read some of the correspondence that you, my friends, have sent in because you have a burning itch. Oh, now that's the wrong page. Uh, some burning questions you like answered. So the first question comes to us from... Same advice. <laughs> Zane Smith. Who told you to put the bomb on that? <laughs> Did I tell you to put the bomb on that? Oh, Did he Jackie. tell you to put the bomb on that? <laughs> Sorry. Zane Smith wants to know, should couples go paintballing together? Yes. All right, moving on. See, to honestly, question. I was going to take the opposite side of that. I, I, I agree it's nice to bring more people into the sport, but have a separate hobby. Sometimes that's a good thing. Um, no disrespect to the females out there, but um, I brought friends who were not females, like like guy friends that I used to hang out with, and they did nothing but slow me down, and they weren't really enjoying themselves, and it wasn't for them, and I had a crappy day because of it. I, I would sooner just be around people who already enjoy it and then um, enjoy the company but of the lady when I get see, home. That's one of the nice things about that's one of the nice things about paintball is you can take your loved one out there and see how they perform the zombie apocalypse. That's true. That's if pre wedding. If, if they like <laughs> criteria. No, no, I don't play anymore, you're like, get the fire truck out of here. Yeah, so some people just so swipe a, left some on you. Sign a prenup, uh, but if I want my zombie team, I want to know who's going to be uh, who's going to go at my back. So that's a really good idea, it's Josh. Maybe that'll be a whole new segment. Who yeah. told you to sign the prenup? Sarah <laughs> Angler said absolutely, and have them play on separate teams. Yeah, I agree. I, I see. Lisa Weber says yes, definitely, and and I don't know, like no disrespect, but again, like I equate it to bringing my friends out. I thought my friends. I even brought a couple of my brothers out, and they had fun. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean, like. But then you my had two a other brothers. I got okay. Changed. I'm one of four boys, and out of out of the four of us, two boys. of us don't mind paintball. The other two, like, they enjoyed the day. But if they never step foot again, and you know, it's not their bag. They prefer to Baby. be rink rats or whatever they're gonna be, right? Rink rats. Rink rats. Hockey tournament. Hockey nonsense. hockey tournament guys. So I, I don't know. I. I 
don't i guess my part my, my advice is don't push it on somebody you're welcome to let your lady friend try it and if she's into it then fantastic you're gonna have a great career with her but if she doesn't like it that's it call it call it at that you're going Meet her to at the have bar a later. great career with her great career that's well awesome. in paintball how well what what other word would well, you that's use true great hobby yeah adventure adventure there you go Ooh, look at you mr marketing <laughs> a good pew pew time Is what do you think on joe's wedding vows josh would you invite your lady friend out would you look forward to that hard no okay there we go don't ask me <laughs> <laughs> you know i've got no one you gotta have one to ask me part of the question my life is horrible i'm rubbing sand in the wounds <laughs> gavin your ideal woman the one you'd swipe right on. Oh, boy. Would she play? I don't know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Moving on next one. But sometimes you don't want the distraction. True. You know, going to the paintball field by yourself, you know your buddies are going to be there, people that are like-minded individuals, and sometimes it's better just to spend the time with them. <laughs> What's wrong? What's wrong? James McCagney in the chat posted up a quote from Todd from 2019. Don't push her into it. Just ease her, ease it on her. <laughs> that has got to be a soundbite for next that. week. We all missed that. The lube question is coming next. That has got to be a soundbite. <laughs> all right. John Jones wants to know, oh, Joseph. Yes. Pay attention to this one. Got it. Camo pattern. <laughs> uh, so what's Ooh. the best camo pattern to use? Used to be a big fan of Timber Ghost, but the Planet Eclipse HCE is amazing. So what is the best pattern for paintball? I don't know. We um, the I'm going to say the Predator lo or the pred Predlocks? Pred predator. I don't know. The Task the Force. The Cam. Task Force. I'm a big fan of Tiger Stripe, but the Task Force Raider guys wear an all-terrain Tiger Stripe, and it's got the same colorways in it as Multicam. It's pretty effective in most kind of terrains other than yeah. like a... It, I guess it even works well in um, tiger, long tiger grass or grass and sandy areas. Have it was a look designed at for upright stalking. Yeah. I agree with Eric with tiger stripe what about as your well. Stockings? <laughs> <laughs> but I I can say like being on TFR. If you stand, if you see photos of guys standing side by side, that camouflage blends into Each the other. person sitting next to you and the background so well it's creepy. That's what Todd Todd when Todd when Todd eases into her, he's often wearing his all-terrain tiger type. You can't see the two together. I will put this out here right now. Oh, of course you will. I think ACU <laughs> is an embarrassment to camouflage. I think it looks Maybe terrible. Well, I know we all went through an ACU fa phase, but it doesn't fade well, and it just looks washed out. I like I, you. I think. <laughs> I'm beyond washed out. I, don't, I, I was flattered that you said that. Um, I like multicam as far as a typical camo. I like that. But but Tiger Stripe is still, I still all, think, all the best. Tiger Stripe is uh, if you can spend the cash, the Cryptex stuff is amazing. And that's all mine. Sorry, all-terrain Tiger Stripe. Is that the brown? That's the stuff. It we, looks like yeah. multicam. It's a multicam yeah. color, but Tiger Stripe. Multicam okay. colorways. But a, tr a true multicam, I believe, has seven or eight layers of different camouflage. In it. So the, the all-terrain Tiger is very similar. We see in the new Canadian stuff. It look, it's got similar colorways. It looks it. exactly like the Afghan National Army. Yes. Yeah. That nah, won't cause any problems. Devin Pedley no. in the chat says, I had a team in the past. Uh, we swayed to wear all black BDUs uh, playing woods ball. It blends uh, better than you think. And I agree with that. We used to wear gray, solid gray, because we were playing into the evenings. And gray works really well because there's nothing yes. yeah, yeah. Black, there's really no blacks in oh, the natural i can't wait to wear my south african night fighter oh <laughs> you've got some of that yeah. that's awesome yeah jennifer Beatty poston says uh my son's father told me that paintball is stupid and a waste of time we're no longer married <laughs> <laughs> hey. now she's married to the garage dweller who's watching the show from the garage <laughs> <Nice>. garage dweller <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, car hold. Car hold. <laughs> La dee da. He's operating his illegal gene smuggling ring. Yeah. Yeah. Paul, Paul Poston is quite a quite a proficient player. He's playing with the was it the Mystic Chickens? One of my favorite team names, the Mystic Chickens. They're sponsored by um, Chick Fil A. Said they can't play paintball on Sundays. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, they, uh, Paul Poston said he was going to send all of us uh, DMs that had their Mystic Chicken logo on them that we saw a couple of ago. He sent me ago. some DMs, and it was disgusting. Yeah. That <laughs> had pictures of his chicken. Well, when he's by himself in the garage, not watching with his wife, he's... <laughs> he's so ronery. <laughs> I didn't delete. 
What was he choking? <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, hopefully, we haven't had this one before, but Daryl, uh, Gortz or <laughs> Zen, sorry, Daryl, uh, wants to know, is Magfield the future of paintball or at least the future of woodsball? Matt's shaking his head over there quietly. It's not the future of everything. It's Paintball is going to keep evolving as we continue yeah. to grow. I don't think it's the future. I think MagFed is the best thing to happen to paintball in the last number of years because it's helped sustain paintball when it's been the numbers have been dropping and it's brought new life into the sport. I'm not saying it's the 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 bee's knees as Gavin would, yes, but I, nice. I think it's Gavin. definitely helped the sport. Now at the at the local fields, you have paintball happening with recreational paintballers. You have speedball happening. You have MagFed happening, and you have airsoft happening, and these four genres are what's keeping your local paintball field alive. Yeah, that exa- exactly. I, I wonder how many MagFed players are new paintball players, opposed to people that converted over from playing scenario or woods ball. I I think you're to... getting it's this natural evolution. A guy, a person, sorry, a person will start playing paintball. They'll go for a couple times as a rental. They'll buy. They'll buy a marker of some sort. Then their their first marker will be like a basic marker. Then they'll either sort of think, okay, what do I want next? Do I want to go sort of mag fed or do I go speedball? But then as a guy gets out of speed or girl gets out of speedball, they might loop back into mag fed because they still enjoy playing paintball. I I would be willing to concede that it is the greatest thing to paintball in a long, long time or the fastest growing thing or the most important part if it was bringing a large quantity of first-time players. Yeah, I feel that with I'd that, be willing to say it's the next big I think thing Airsoft has taken a lot of paintball players away, but MagFed has brought a lot of them back. I think a lot of people left paintball for the lack of realism. They really enjoy Airsoft because they can wear proper kits and have more realistic milsim style play but i think bagfed's bringing them back to and, I, and then also from I, there's a lot that play both now too I'm playing airsoft and bagfed yeah so there's buy action sports players yeah. but also <laughs> but also also fluid from, from a players. fluid from also from a retail or a store point of view MagFed has really sort of kicked some life into retail sales because now a guy will buy a basic MagFed marker, then he'll come back and buy a barrel, then a sling, and all kinds of odds and ends. And instead of playing, you know, just playing sort of speedball and buying a pack, then you've got a guy buying a vest or an pods, all kinds of little fiddly bits. So it's really it's really put the life back into retail. The, the oh, Gavin, weren't you saying before the show air was airing tonight that you think that MagFed should instigate ramping? I do. Uh, I think it should be exclusively <laughs> ramping. Because any successful genre of paintball, we've introduced ramping and Correct. see what it's that did off. to and it. And now yeah. that Gavin's an ex- no, but it, Eclipse Tech, he can fix <laughs> ramping. Yes. <laughs> it's perfectly ramp fine, it, though, because like, what are you going to do? Ramp the 10 balls left in your magazine? Like Ramp 19 balls? Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, someone had a good comment in here. Uh, do, 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 do. Okay. Anyways, uh, okay, yeah, the other one was, uh, how about Russian digital camo or German camo, says Carl Moray. Germans. I like the Russian. German. It's got a little, it's, that's with the little red splotches, right? Doesn't uh, the German that, have German the... That's German as well. The German that's have the red... Torn. Mm-hmm. The people's camo. Volk's camo. Volk's camo. Yeah. Well, why don't there's we... There's one from um, somewhere in Asia. I thought it was Thailand. They what's have. The, what's the capital of Thailand? <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, there's one that looks almost like a digital, um, sort of similar to ACU, but it was Tiger Stripe. They, and I can't remember what it is. I don't think it's Thailand, but there's one country in Asia that has that. Well, they have the camouflage. Air Force camo. It's a Tiger Stripe. It, it is. Yeah. Oh, oh, the American Air Force. Yeah. It's the same color as ACU, but it's in a tiger stripe pattern. It's meant to help them feel like they belong and are important. Didn't they change the name of their capital, by the way, because of all the injuries? Isn't it no longer Bangkok? What is it now? Mi- not Myanmar, but isn't Mian- it? Myanmar no, Myanmar's is a is different. Myan- that's a different country. It's a different country. <laughs> but it's okay. It could be the capital. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want. It's your show. <sighs> all right. All right Why don't we do one more question? One more question. Yes. And then so, we'll move on to the topic of the night. You know what, for at least in uh, Southern Ontario, the 2019 season is kicking off. So Ramon Cortez wants to know, <laughs> uh, is name. 2019 paintball going to be a block-busting year? 
What do you think? Are you guys optimistic about this? Honestly, season? I I think this year is going to be a good year. I'm not. I'm not. I don't think it's going to be back to what it was years and years ago. But I think this year is shaping up to be a good year. We've got so. four different genres all having su success. Magfed is growing. Speedball is growing. NXL's had record number of teams the last few events. Um, I think, you know, uh, at our field level, we see a raise in birthday groups, which is the rental market. I think this year is going to be a great year. We're doing a lot of Nerf parties, which is gateway action sports. It's the gateway it's drug. The gate, it's the gateway action sport is a Nerf party. So that's getting kids out. And once then they see bigger kids playing low impact and then the other kids playing MagFed. It's just a natural progression of a kid. Uh, Dirk Gadbury says MagFed is the result of the industry walking away from football players. It's great for the sport. So old school player Dirk is... Uh, oh, I thought you said Cadbury. I thought he said Cadbury too. <laughs> and he was an Easter cream man. I was going to ask him if how they and get the soft flowing caramel inside the caramel bar. And he is part of the longtime answer of... Uh, the ongoing question here at, at uh, Behind the Bunker, Iron Man. Ah, yes. very nice. Good to see you in the chat, Dirk. <laughs> um, all right, well, hey, why don't no, we... No, hang okay. on a second. We skipped over that, and I, I want to go back to that. Yeah. He cool. made a comment about a lot of the paintball industry sort of abandoning woods ball and scenario paintball. He's absolutely right. Oh. oh. I just want to leave it okay. out. Okay. Th th thanks, Josh. Thanks, Josh. Well, but to Josh's point, I'm kind of agreeing with him. What what inno innovations What's or Josh's what sort point? of pushes are are really being pushed for? Yeah. Well, let's have that for another time. Um, all right. So, guys, we're moving to a new topic. <laughs> <laughs> the topic of the show tonight let's just talk. Let's is talk. what is... Or how, what is your favorite gun or best marker that you've ever had, past, present, or future? And we asked you guys on social media, on our Instagram feed, our Twitter feed, and our Facebook feed. And we've got about 40 or 50 pages worth of, you guys have your topics, right? Okay. Um, of, of comments. And we want to see you guys in the live chat as well, just so that we can see, uh, um, see what you guys think. Let's go around the horn real quick. Gavin you what is your f if i said one marker what has been your favorite marker since since day one without a doubt sniper two pump old faithful yeah yeah you're kind of taking the wing out of all right well no, no but that's okay, no so, it's true because so you're green one right my green one with so, the ans right on reg, it so the one that you yell at yourself the most with correct that okay. and my uh my classic, my uh, my automatic. Little known fact that that gun used to have a green lightning drop forward on it. It did have a lightning drop forward. <laughs> on. Look at you. <laughs> I know your gun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I look at your guns as often as I can. <laughs> Joe, what about you? Best gun you've ever had? Like if you had to have one, is it going to be your Defender? Is it going to be an older gun? Like, I really like my Bushmaster Point Man. Pump action with an auto trigger, natural um, finish on it. I really like that. I still have it. Um, I, I I don't know what I would what I would say if I had to just get rid of everything and just have one. I don't know if I could do that. It's hard because as as you guys are, as you guys are talking, I keep thinking of mine, and then I think, well, no, what about this one? And then what about this one? So I'm having a hard go of it. Just pick one, Josh. Jamie. What are you thinking? Oh my, auto talker tactical, BF tactical. Um, I was kind of going through the same thing in my mind and I whenever I buy a new marker I try to play with it a couple of times before I do anything like change a barrel change a grip do, do all that kind of stuff they'll go blind if you play with it and the <laughs> one yes the one Max holding up that thing is sexy as all can be <laughs> um, a Mac dev what is that but the one Sonic that I Sonic Cyborg Sonic Cyborg the one that I've bought that I haven't done anything to at all because it literally just fit in my hands and fit me was the Resurrection Autococker that to me is perfection of a paintball marker. Yeah. Only because I don't own anything from Simon yet. <laughs> but like it's the first thing I've I picked it up. I put a tank on it. I went out and played. It was like it was my old best friend. Yeah. It was like my AGD or um my sniper too. Carl Morley right? says now I'm in the mood to buy a Tipman TMC Magfed rifle. Yeah. <laughs> so what about you? Okay. Did you decide okay, one time? So Resurrection was my first thought because I really enjoyed the Resurrection. One of the best guns that I got, most excited about in a long time. My DM4 on the same on the oh. other hand was also a gun that was really awesome and I, I and that was earth shattering at the time. But I think if I honestly had to go back and only choose one gun, I'm gonna say the Empire Axe. And I say that because 
I competed with that for a long, long time and had it as a backup in my gear bag for an awful long time because every time I pulled it out, it always worked and I never did anything to it other than the fact that... Um, Joe got it. <laughs> other than the fact that oh, yeah, Ed okay. from Exalt gave me a squishy bolt for it and I put it on just to try it and um, liked it and never took it off, never did anything. I think I may only have greased it once or twice a year at that and I replaced the battery at the end of the year. Um, that gun has put more paint through it and has been best, the, the best thing I've ever had. I've never had to fix it and it still sits in my gear bag today. Um, and I know it's not, you know, it's not glorious. It's not, you know, a, a high end, super high end marker, but it's been the best gun I think I've ever owned. So going by that rationale, uh, if I could go with a marker or something in paintball that I haven't heard in a long time that I would love to go back to remember I used to show up to the field and there'd be guys like uh, getting ready to go play or the first round of be playing and you'd pull into the field you get out of your car and you would hear the sounds of dozens of auto cockers just going I miss that sound so go to any 10-man classic where they've got mounds and stuff all you hear is cockers because there's a benefit to having cockers because the, the mounds at the beach too <laughs> and cockers <laughs> Yeah, and those Italian cut swimsuits. <laughs> oh. No, but I, I agree. There is nothing better than the sound of an autococker for those of you that enjoyed them back in the day. And just the smell of the old paint. It's I, I would love it's to just, have oh. a one-day event where it's just an autococker day. Autococker. It could be pump. It could be semi-auto, but we just an autococker day. I think that would so be gonna, spectacular. Quack, quack, we, have an we have enough <laughs> autococker people. You know what else I forgot? An e-oracle. E-oracle. Yeah. Yeah. But, I don't, but again, like if you guys look back at your selections, has it been the gun that lasted you the longest and never had any problems? You're only putting that stipulation in because it applies to you. No, See, but, but really. But no, he's favorite. right, though. My axe, my, my axe, the only thing I've ever done is change the battery. But okay, it has to be something special. So like, you're obviously not going to choose a gun that you have to fix every single time you're at the field. But if but it's like, your favorite, then it's your favorite. This coming from a guy who had, what is it? A, a Viking? Hey, don't diss that. It was good. <laughs> I liked it. We're talk some of us are talking about a gun that's like 30 years old that some people listening to this show may have no idea what we're talking about. And like, young you Eric know. Engler wants to know what's an autococker. <laughs> well, Eric. <laughs> it's his favorite gun, of course. We, you know, we're, we're going back to the, you know, in, in that trailer we watched that John Amoda was talking about. He still has a scar from using the bolt on it on a, a, a 007 um, yeah. Now, spot pistol. How many people have ever played paintball with a 007 pistol with yeah. using the bolt? I have. I put an evil beaver tail on a stock cocker once because I took the the the, uh, the beaver tail off when I was croning and never took it back, and I chipped my lens in my JT Proflex, so I got bitter. So I bought a. Do you know yeah. how many lenses <laughs> I had with that Z zigzag? You that always from scared the, the crap out of you when the bolt hit you in the, in the lens. Oh, yeah. oh, oh yeah. you gotta check that. Carl Mori in the chat says, "Hey Todd, how do you feel about uh, getting yourself a Tippmann TMC magfed rifle? I have one, and you know what? Okay, it may I've not it. shoot as accurate as like a super high end tournament marker, but it is awesome. For I if you're playing magfed and you get a good barrel on that, it's pretty good. I love it. I use the stock barrel constantly, and Are I you got play no problem. Nights this year, Gavin. Yeah. I think I have some, I have some for, more free time. Um, this year, so, so go. I, I, a couple of you guys posted. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come, you guys posted up right. on our social media some pictures, and I want to go through those really quick. This is Brian Foster's favorite gun that's that he ever beautiful. had. That so that's not a nice. mini E Oracle. That's just an E Oracle. E Oracle. Uh, nice. This one here nice. is Drew Nelson's. Very nice. That's a DM three, a die matrix, but a, yeah. I could say a DM three. Jacob Burden. I'm gonna call shenanigans on that. Intimidator, no. I, I know guys had really good success with them, but I never did. And what is with the uh, the prosthetic on the front of that gun? It's a volumizer, isn't it? Yes, but do you really need to have that size of a volumizer? You want more volume. And then uh, Kenny. 
Kenny Stewart says uh, tip Kenny. model 98. Look at that. It's uh, good. I love that. Look at, what's that barrel? Oh, what's uh, that barrel? Ramrod. Yes. Ramrod barrel. Ram but, look Ram <laughs> but look at the bottom one. It's um, It's got the E-bolt on it. What's it called? The um, Tipman Effect guns. They play yeah. tournaments at those. But here, he's got, are this is the E-bolt, right? No, that's a rocket cock. That, that's yeah. a rocket cock. It's a rocket cock. But I see it on off. You're probably right, though. Yeah. But see down here, you got the... Yeah, that does have the hose. You got the who's? The whoozle? The whoozle. What is this up here, by the way? Does anyone know? It looks like a rainmaker. I have a fully auto rainmaker. I love how we just bring it up and show us that every time. But it's true. It's true. I'll just sit here and pretend I don't care. That's not a rainmaker because it's got a foregrip, like a 98. This is like being out of the field. Is it going to rain today? I have one of those brand new in box. Here's Malik's gun. This is a ripper. Okay. Uh, this one here is Paul wow. oh, with a wow. double oh, barrel typhoon. Wow, typhoon. that's beautiful. That. They used to call it the double threat or something, didn't they? Double trouble. Yeah. Double this trouble, I'm man. not sure. Paul posted this. What the there's hell a, is that? There's a picture of that in here, and I was trying to that's figure it out. That's not a mocal focus. It might, it might be hocus pocus, mocal focus. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. Ralph Shrek posted this up. G6. Yeah. G6R, Bob Long. And this How wins long? it for me. This is Chad Bateman's gun. Yes. Oh. DC Aurora. The planned eclipse. Beautiful. The only thing I don't like about it is that it doesn't have a clamping feed neck, but at that time you were sanding your revies anyway, so it yes. wouldn't matter. Um, you know whose marker I would absolutely love to get my hands on? It's Chris's that comes out to play. It's uh, an eclipse gun. Oh, Chris the uh, no! You're talking Chris, uh, Kalka. Chris Kalka. Chris he Kalka. has a what, what uh, is that? Ego Confederate yes. flag. The Confederate flag. Yeah. Ego. I love. I think that it's a thing. nine. Eight or nine. Yeah. 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 Still and he bought that though. from a friend of mine named Dude, Woody. Dude, watching him playing with that is just ridiculous. Yes. Whenever, yeah, whenever I've generaled, I always want him on my team. Oh. Like, yeah. But here, that kind of lends itself to the question tonight: Have you had a gun that whatever you do, you perform like a superstar with that gun? You just always have a good day with it. The Resurrection Autococker. Yeah, same here. I, I kid you I, not. The first time I took it out, I, the first four shots I fired with it, I eliminated four people. It was one of those. I looked around the corner, fired, and, and I heard someone say hit. I was like, get the hell out of here. Really? When you have a gun in Probably your hand and you four shoot times it, in a row. and you just kind of go, okay, there's a guy over there. I'm going to send a ball his way, and I'm going to kind of aim, but not really. And you kind of, and, and you shoot, and you hit him, and you surprise yourself. That happens with the resurrection for me. I, I don't know. I wouldn't know that feeling regardless of the marker. Never had a surprise resurrection? Whenever I have a marker in my hand, regardless of what zero. it is, um, nope. I'm always in the dead box anyway. <laughs> so maybe what's the best marker I can shoot myself with? <laughs> That's a better question. A flatline barrel with an over-accentuated <laughs> uh, spin on it that takes it back? That flat line, the apex that barrel, the flat line we put the, the apex back. on yeah. worked really well. Yeah. yeah. I suck. This <laughs> Gavin's kneecapping himself all night. Yeah. But then he's in the dead box teching guns. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy's little time, he's going to fix your oh, marker. Oh, yeah. Matthew, always finding the silver lining. I love you, yeah. buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> All right, but that's a good that's a good discussion for another day, though. Like, what what is your magic? What is your magic gun? What's the best experience you ever had with a gun, and and why? You you know, was it the gun, or was it the day? Was it the paint? There was a day where Joe and I went and got fresh marbleizer paint off of the trailer at an event. At went and played rec ball with it. It was marbleizer, it was tournament grade marbleizer, and you couldn't fake aiming anybody because you just you'd hit them anyways. Awesome. This paint was the was the the bees most knees? it was the beesiest knees <laughs> paint I've ever I've ever had but uh, all right well we better digress because we have the after show to get yep. to oh, um, wait. Gavin's shirt's getting some love in the chat for him too the brigade the Why official is brigade it is shirt? from the brigade brigade, brigade <laughs> baby yes and Todd you what number are you my friend I'm just looking um six. Hooray! Todd is six. No, I'm 694. Uh, I asked and I said, listen, here's all of us. We want to register. Here's all of our, our entry fees and everything to go. Red, get us registered. But, like, take care of your regular guys first. And then I shouldn't have said that because it was months because he just he so was getting can, bombarded. Uh, maybe you can explain what the brigade program is, Todd. Well, thank you for putting me on my place. That's so, guys, right. if you would like to become part of the largest growing paintball scenario team out there, Sign up for the brigade program, guys. It's 20 bucks, but you get yourself a joysy and a chapeau. 
you get the chapeau. And a patch. And the chapeau has a patch, and you can take the patch off and put your behind-the-bunker stuff on there. And uh, you get discounts for all kinds of different uh, matches and games, and you get patches when you go to games, and you're part of the largest growing paintball scenario How team in the world. I don't know because uh, every time I ask George, it keeps flipping. He goes, he will say a number, and then a couple seconds later, he goes, no, 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 and he'll add a couple more. So um, I just noticed Gavin's shirt is all gray. Mine had green in it. So there's uh, two? You sh- no, you should probably wash yours once or shirts. twice. Oh, is that what it is? What is she, yeah, you got, mine, you got all gray. mine is gray as well. And then if you turn it inside out, it's like a rainbow color. Oh. I don't know if yours is like that or not. see your true colors. <laughs> That's, That's why I love you. <laughs> don't be afraid. <laughs> All Let's right, Gerald Hall, Jared Hall in the in the live chat says uh, brigade! brigade, brigade, and he's asking, is it a flexi fit? Uh, George Hay over no. thirteen hundred no, like members. A Velcro back. Yeah. How many members? Over thirteen hundred members. Well, you know what? Unacceptable. Let's make it fourteen hundred members, guys. Rookie numbers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Up. There Kevin, we go. Kevin Lee uh, Reitman in the chat said uh, he won the recruitment drive. For the brigade. Oh, wonderful! Was that that one that giant gear bag you got with like everything you could possibly need to play paintball? I think maybe. Don't we don't have a research department. Yeah, so sorry. No. Someone just sent us an I interesting message uh, from a company called Prestige Worldwide. Prestige so Worldwide. I just read that's Worldwide. an interesting Worldwide. idea, Brian. The problem is, just put white out on a beat. We may kick your ass, but anyways, I think it's a good idea. Let's uh, let's talk about it the next couple yeah. of days. Um. Yeah, well, why don't we uh, end the program here now because we have an after show to get to, guys. What's going to happen is if you're watching us on YouTube or or YouTube or fa- uh, not YouTube, if you're watching us on Facebook, we're going to go off air in a few minutes and we're going to stay live and uh, record our after show slash podcast. And I'll tell you, yeah. we've been uploading. We're going to start uploading this video to YouTube and it's going to include the after show. So if you're not a podcast guy and you want to go and watch the show, you can watch us on YouTube. I forgot to tell you that, Matt. So we are going to kind of have to sort of say half-ass on the cameras for the after show because YouTube, I forgot, we've been uploading to YouTube with the after show. Oh. Yeah, I've had people commenting (laughs) on our videos and I'm wondering, how do they know that that was in the after show? So we're slacking off. Yeah. I was further impressed that people watched to the end and actually got to the after show. But uh, yeah. So, Gavin, thank you for being on the program tonight. Wonderful to be here, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you hit the like and share. Uh, let people know what you've been watching on Monday night. And uh, let's grow the sport and grow this program. Thank you. Joe Kimson. Awesome, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. And don't forget, if you're free on Sunday, April the 20th, come out to Flaggers Paintball for Paint Fest. Bring a friend that's never played paintball because we need to grow the sport. Keep you good. And uh, all you guys that are putting referral codes in for for um, for the brigade program, just tell them behind the bunker sent you. You'll get even more of a discount or any sort of a hype. You'll probably get your packages twice as fast because Ryan will be like more behind the bunker referrals. But hey, it'll all help us out. Josh, what about you? Uh, thank you for being on the program. No, thank you. Uh, thank you to everybody who's watching. Please like and share. It does make a difference. Like, for real. For reals, reals. For some of you have been slacking. Truths. Hmm? Some of you have yeah. been slacking. Hmm? Hmm? Please? Please? Awesome. And Henry Lumley says, great show tonight, guys. See you guys all next and I Monday. Will, I will have a vault for you for next Monday. Ooh. And uh, further to Henry's comment, he says, and my my wife says hello. My wife. <laughs> <That's nice. laughs> that was really good. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to let you go. And if you guys are listening to our podcast, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also, follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show. We record video, yeah. So just explaining that on YouTube, guys, we are actually leaving you guys live. So if you're watching us on YouTube right now, this is where all the magic happens. Is it really? So we're black magic. Is that why you took your socks off? 
So is we're, that what I smell? We end it. We end it. Facebook live broadcasting, but we're still continuing to broadcast live onto YouTube for some reason. Is that correct? No, we're just Not recording live. it, and it'll go to YouTube. Yeah, I'll get posted oh, later. Yeah. Too. Like, well, how much later? Uh, tonight. What time? Because of the, uh, it won't be live by the morning because it takes me. Like, we have gigabit internet here, but because we render in such high resolution, it took a long time last week to to upload. Speaking of which, our hard drive, Matt, how does it feel? Hot. We upgraded our recording. Uh, we record off the computer. We put it on a hard drive, and uh, we've been having some issues because we keep filling them. So I bought a SSD hard drive, and it's hot to the touch. Is it still hot? hot? No, it's not that bad. No. Not warm enough to bake a pancake, but you could probably make a... I don't know. Could warm a croissant. What about a hot cake? Yeah. Mm. Uh, which <laughs> oh, we have which SSD did you buy? I don't know. It was a Seb recommendation. Oh, so it's okay. a little housing with a USB, USB-C with a, with a SSD that slides in it. I was going to say, like, SSDs have different read and write speeds and all that kind of stuff. So if it's hot, sometimes you can go for something with a little bit faster mm-hmm. read, uh, writing speed. That's not BTP kind of money. Though. No, but it was a no, Seb recommendation. But a so Seb recommended it, I'm assuming... You well thought it out. Seb, 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 you know, Seb. Seb. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. put my computer away because it's hot. So, yeah. So, that was it. So, that was a good live show. It was a good live show. I enjoyed that. Yeah, it was not so bad. Better than yeah. most. Yeah. Let little less communication from our podcast listeners this week, though. Uh, if you guys are listening to us on our podcast, send us your comments. Let us know that you're watching. Let us know what you like or don't like. Um, and for the last time, we're not getting rid of Gavin. Damn it. <laughs> Yeah, and I forgot to tell you, Matt, by the way, as well, I set you a new camera shot. I saw that camera shot. Did you see it? I done saw it. There it is right there. That's our oh, patch. Oh, of the patch, Look at the patch roll. It's a patch, Matt, with with just, just Josh's our, mustache our fledgling, in the frame. Our <laughs> fledgling patch, Matt. I'm going to need to bring a new, um, a slightly larger one, maybe. Yeah. Ah, we still have we'll slowly, we'll slowly start are migrating there, are there and making it bigger. Are there any on the back is there a Velcro on the back? I think we can move some stuff around to make some space. Yeah, I agree. So, lots of big things yeah, coming up. Condense. Do we know um, anything more about this, Todd? Paintball? Paintball is is no, I am being told by Rick that as soon as the contract is signed, he will call one other person first, which will be Pev, saying, hey, we did it. And then he'll call us and say, "This is where it's at." And so we get we get to we will have exclusivity on that's letting exciting. people know. So that that is very exciting. Hopefully, they sign a contract on on a Monday morning, so we can go live Monday night. But uh, we'll we'll know as soon as he knows, and we'll get that out for everybody at home. But, pretty exciting. Uh, I'm excited about going going to a new venue. I'm a little nervous about flying into a different airport. I'm not familiar with. We've hopefully Honolulu. The, the, <laughs> yeah, oh, that something. I have already figured out. I've purchased on Amazon uh, Tupperware containers because I'm going to hard boil my own eggs, make deviled eggs, and bring them. <laughs> since with we won't be able to go Kansas. to yes, yeah, so we won't be able to go to Jackson's, our favorite restaurant. Do you think you get, can get steak at other restaurants? I'm hoping Probably so. Not. I doubt it. <laughs> I highly no. doubt it. It you seems know, very specialized for Jackson. But th- this is this could be this could be a new um a new chapter in paintball extravaganza. New chapter in our food discussion. <laughs> it, it will be a new chapter, but it's also Gavin. Gavin could very well join us. I, I can't. Right. Oh, that would be yes, awesome, can, my friends. Yeah. So we can. Uh, but I, I think we should do a live broadcast for about four hours from the floor of the show and have different vendors come in and show the thing, four and anybody hours. can watch it. Like a four-hour continuous show where we well, talk. Well, but about you got to remember who Joe says who might be coming. Gavin Longwin Larry, right? So four hours would be nothing. I could do that by myself. <laughs> I, I, yeah. think we, I think we, we broadcast from the Long floor of the show Larry. and we talk about stuff. So you're talking about food, which is a good segue. I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about Paintball? how he orders crab because that's one, my favorite food. He orders it online and he has it shipped to his house. And um, one of the things sound he... appetizing at all. What? Frozen crab sent to your house in a frozen container? Why? You can just go to... Cat. No, I was just talking about cat. Uh, I, I guess just the value is good because you're buying it fresh and it's cheap and it's whatever. Frozen and fresh don't go together. <laughs> Flash frozen. <laughs> frozen. Keep the freshness in. But I nearly hit the hit the button on it. It was like, I, I can't remember how many pounds of it was for 30 bucks. And then the delivery was what was going to kill me. But if I ordered enough, it the delivery would have washed itself. 
But have you guys ever had success ordering like frozen food online, like crab, anything like that? No, I had one of those uh, meal programs. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, meal, meals on Wheels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's when the, that's uh, when he was on Tinder for <laughs> gray hair. Tinder. That's when he was on Sarah blue, McLaughlin's blue commercials. Ha- blue hair, <laughs> blue hair Tinder. Matchmatch.com. <laughs> They have oh a picture of Gavin with his meals on wheels and Sarah McLaughlin playing in the background. I my, will my, my prune you. juice and pureed <laughs> mashed potatoes. <laughs> That's great. And the nice thing about meals on wheels is not only do they knock at your door, but if you don't answer, they'll open it for you and then they'll set out your meal for you on your TV tray and your Barco lounger. It's called Skip the Freezer. <sighs> yeah, but I had one of those meal programs. Um, it was all right. It's just the grinder. De- 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 yes, the delivery window was uh, was outrageous. It's like uh, you're gonna be at your home between nine and Friday. Yeah, and, yeah. And uh, maybe it'll show up. I don't know. I'm talk me out of it because I'm really curious. I, 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 they come in a styrofoam container yeah. that's frozen, yeah. and it's if the value is good, like if it's cheaper than buying locally, why wouldn't you? And then he was talking about he wanted to buy these jumbo crab legs. Now I, I. I don't want jumbo crab jumbo legs. I want. Shrimp. I just want Alaskan want, like, snow crab. I want like but. Chernobyl, like mutant crab legs. <laughs> yeah, comes frozen, but they're oddly warm for some reason. I remember, I, I remember as a kid, I watched this um, this island. It was in black movie called Mysterious Island, and they had like giant bees and giant fruit. But anyway, they had this giant crab came out of the water, and then the the guys flipped it over over a geyser, and they were eating giant crab legs. It's pretty funny. You don't care. <laughs> I just I got this <laughs> image of Joe as like a twelve-year-old watching TV, going, oh, "I'm hungry now." Dad, <laughs> what are we getting crap? I Dad. thought you were going to say something else, like, "I can't wait till this TV's in color." Mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's where you're going I, with I, that. 1961. Yeah, man. Science oh, fiction. Oh, did you go to the talkies? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching it in black and white. Why do you got his? Joe, Joe's, yeah, Joe's first date was at a at a at a movie where they played the piano <laughs> live with the music track. Wow. I remember. You know what? I remember being in movie theaters where people smoked, where you could sit and smoke. 1961. Yeah. I remember being on an Air Canada flight with not only silverware, but people smoking and having the ashtray and the armrest. So that came, yeah. well, sort of a slight aside, but it's talking about smoking. Uh, people were reminiscing about 80s Tim Hortons and how the coffee and the donuts were great. <laughs> the donuts were shit because <laughs> everybody like smoked. You yes. bit into it and all of a sudden you're a yeah. pop of smoke would pop out of it. I, I was, wa- speaking of smoking, I was watching uh, old, the old Dennis Leary, Best of Saturday Night Live. And he's there doing the weekend update. And, like, he's, like, like I, it was when people would laugh. It was, like, his laugh break. It, like, he just took or a I'm going to read this synopsis. And you guys are going to listen. And Noel's on the podcast. Nobody cares. You know, I, you know what? <laughs> Let your ni- I want to say it. In 1985, during the siege of Richmond, Virginia, Union soldier POW escapes and Herbert escape in a balloon during a hurricane with two Confederate prisoners, Being blah, blah, blah. The storm takes a balloon to a mysterious island near New Zealand in the South Pacific. Captain Harding proclaims himself the leader of the group, and they look for food. They discover that they are stranded on the island as soon as they are attacked by a giant crab <laughs> that becomes their first meal. In the following days, they build themselves a shelter and no find the island inhabited by other giant animals. One day, they find two castaways on the beach, an aristocratic lady and her sexy niece, Elena. They find a trunk with weapons and a sextant they find a hut and a journey to a man marooned on the island the pirates later return on the island captain nemo of legendary <laughs> submarine nautilus whatever <laughs> that's fine oh, it's a great movie it's, it made my childhood that's all good to love you. <laughs> holy shit that was good timing awesome but anyway there's no oh, sex man. and nudity is headphones mild, have officially come gore. off that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I, hey, my face is sweating now. <laughs> oh, man. Is it on oh. Netflix? I don't know. I doubt it. Oh. They redid it. Oh. They redid it in 2010, but it's... What's it called again? Mysterious oh Island. Oh, my God. She sold you on it. <laughs> Matt asks if it's on Netflix. So well, I'm, I'm going to have to watch it if I find it. Uh, Netflix is a bad habit of taking movies off. I've watched movies on Netflix before, I swear, and I go back to look for them, and they're not there anymore. Oh, you put it on your list, and it's gone? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I'm going to look on YouTube. Oh, it's probably there. By the way, our podcast, if you're listening at home, is done in black and white. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to get in the mood for it. 
Why are you guys oh, going to be like that? <laughs> it, it is not on Netflix. Um, Beezer? Deezer? What? It's another music service. I meant to ask you guys about. I bought yeah, a it's TV. Beezer, it's familiar. an hour and 40 minutes. So it's on. It's Jules Verne's classic. It's on YouTube. Oh, you got to buy it. It's three ninety nine. No. God. No. Okay, it was Deezer. Sorry, Deezer's a new like Spotify. I wonder if any of you guys had any had any use for it or have been on there before. I don't even use Spotify, so I'm not about to get into that. I pay for Spotify, but I listen to YouTube more than I do Spotify. Why? Why do people pay for Spotify? I don't get it. To get rid of the ads. Like yeah. what? But no. But, but also, like, I can why, download. Why Spotify? Why? But I can download all my music on my phone and not have to stream it. So if I'm like going out for a run or for, basically, I don't have to like use um, data. Is the big thing, right? Yeah, but I do that with Google Play. I'm mooching off an account, like a guest account on Google Play. So, yeah. Matt, but like, you, I, okay, so Matt, I you can watch it on. I have a cell phone YouTube. that has a 128 okay. gigabytes, and I can yeah, put I 200 and, uh, 256 more gigs on it. There's a I have almost though. a terabyte of information okay. on my phone. Why sure the hell do it. I need Spotify? No, you don't. It depends on where you like. Spotify is nice if you can find a good couple of playlists. But they almost seem to be limited. Like every playlist has no more than like, correct me if I'm wrong, but like 40 songs on it. So no you idea. like the playlist, right? Or you go and download the playlist, but you've listened to it two or three times and you're done with it. So like I, I get the benefits, but I don't. I like YouTube's algorithms that when I go down the rabbit hole, it reminds it reminds YouTube of what songs I've listened to in the past and it creates playlists. Yeah. So I kind of like going along with those playlists, but... Uh, now I'm going to download piano music. Great. <laughs> Just get, right. Make sure you get Yakety Sax, too. Yakety Sax? The uh, Benny Hill song. The Benny Hill yeah. theme song? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's actually yeah, named yeah. Yakety Sax. Benny Hill was never young. Like, even when his brand new episodes first, at first aired, he was already an older gentleman. Yeah. Um, and who was it? Richard, not Richard Dawson. Who's the guy from Bizarre? John Biner. Mm -hmm. Do you know that he's still alive? Do we have this conversation? Nope. John Biner is still alive. I wouldn't have thought that he was. Mm. All right. Well, we're trailing off, ladies and gentlemen. Why don't we end this show here? So if you guys are watching us, make sure you guys uh, subscribe to our podcast. And, uh, and if watch you're, Mysterious um, Island in 1961. Yeah. If you happen to catch us on YouTube and you're still watching, make sure you hit that subscribe button because we release this nonsense every week, every Monday night. So thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, do we need to sign off in any way, Gavin? Any farewell thoughts? Nah, I got nothing. Nah. Piano lessons? That's right. Very good. Joe Kimson? I'm all right. I said my piece several different times in ways. Very good. Josh? No. <laughs> Very nice. good. All right. And thank you to Matt for pushing all the buttons tonight. Yeah, you're welcome. Guys, we'll see you next week.